All right, welcome to another exciting episode of the Adventurer's Vault, a mountain tale. I was going to ask you guys, um, I, I try to do, like, episode cliffhangers a lot. Now, I don't always succeed, because it's it's hard. It can yeah. be hard to turn any little thing into a cliffhanger. Do you think we go to the well too often? Not at all. I've never heard that term before, but no. <laughs> like, like go to the well too often? Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, you do something too much, you know? Right. No, no, no. I don't think there's that many cliffhangers. Yeah, I could agree with that. I think there's more than you remember. I mean, there's a lot, but like some of them are just like normal. Like when you have an ongoing story, there's always going to be things unanswered from, and any show does that to some degree because it's like make you excited about the next episode. I I try to, um, because I always want to have that like little hook at the end, you know, where it's like, oh, and then a thing happens next time on. I mean, here's the thing. A lot of shows do it because it fucking works. Like, yeah. Well, sometimes you don't uh, you don't want to leave it there, and we don't. We don't always do cliffhangers. Sometimes it's more of a uh, reflective ending where it's like some information mm-hmm. has been resolved, but it means it implies something else. And then it's like a a like at the end of a chapter in a book, right? Before you go on to the next chapter, what's the implication there? What's this this information? This conclusion of a thing paints into the bigger picture, and it gives time for you know reflective thinking. Not everything has to be holy crap. What's gonna ha- what's gonna you know happen with that? What's yeah. that mean? Sometimes you just need a minute to let the water become still again, and then you start again with ripples and waves, and then force of nature. That's fair. Uh, is there, like, a noticeable cliffhanger that you guys were more upset about? Not that, like, you're upset a cliffhanger happened, but that, like, as a player, you're like, I want that answer right now. Yeah, uh, when Will went overboard. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that when we were pissed. I, I, sh- I probably should have put in there that, like, I was I was very certain my character had died. Brad had been pretty, pretty clear about we're not going to have any, like, hand waves on if you die, you die, which, you know, I was pretty strongly for. Um, so I was like, okay, so I was like, I, we took time, I practiced a character voice, I double-checked my stats, I almost deleted Will's character sheet from my phone. That would have sucked. That would have sucked and ass. I, and I'm not gonna lie, had, had other characters done that, it might have rode. I just, I still had too much shit at that point, I wanted to get out for Will. I was too invested. And I still stand behind him doing that, because like, I at least had a chance to get out of that situation, and no one else did, so... Yeah. That was the most potent one for me because I felt dirty. <laughs> I felt so dirty for weeks and weeks. And the only reason I'm like, you know, I'm glad I didn't die there is now is because like I've enjoyed Sigorum's story and, and playing through the character. I, I just love the play. I love the, the class. I love the character. I love, I love the, the curse-like nature. I love his interactions in things and that's the only reason why I just I'm not you know ridden with guilt and shame about it yeah because post that is a Sigorum arc and a pretty big one yeah, yeah. you know so and a good one yeah so like some plot armor was enacted there too Would it, I, but I, here's the like I knew if the the frog hemoth thing didn't go well I didn't know who would stay behind I didn't know you know I had a guess of, of two people and I had a guess of which one I thought was mostly going to do it, and I was right. But, like, <laughs> the four of you could surprise me. So, I, I didn't know. But it also ended up being a super great way to 
introduce the the real hero of our story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that cracker? Stan. Dude, the longer you go on, the more you're like, this guy's an absolute monster. I, you know, I, I'm I'm hoping he's a good villain, and that and that like a one note villain is just like, yeah, I just don't like that guy because he's the bad guy. There's nothing about him I enjoy. Those aren't good villains. You know, I'm hoping that like he's like, you know, this guy's a little bit funny. He's the cause of all of our problems. Do you enjoy voicing him? Playing I do. Him? You do. I do. I mean, I enjoy like most of the NPCs, but I, I know that most of you hate him so fucking much. It gives me great joy to be like, <laughs> Brad lets, likes letting out his uh, inner scumbag every now and then. I, I think Evistan is a very well-rounded villain, though, because honestly, like he just doesn't give a shit. Like ninety percent of the time, he's just like, "Oh, shit, yeah, okay, whatever." Like just just deal with it. I don't want to do it. Just deal with it. Oh, my bad. Like, he's just fucking lazy. He's the laziest villain around. But it's also But like, also he's so fucking evil. He has a casual disregard for life. Exactly. That's mixed in with an extremely selfish like sense of like egocentrism. That's hard to beat as far as just being an unlikable cunt. So <laughs> it's like yeah, it's, a lot of it's just so casual, like, hey Bubby. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the fact I think that what makes us hate him so much is the fact he is so casual about it. Yeah. It's the fact he's just like so he's so relaxed about everything and we're just like you're a fucking piece of shit. He, he's like, he's he's so removed. Mhm. And surprisingly kind of practical and kind of relatable. <laughs> like like Hold on, think, speak for yourself think, there. Think about this. Think about this. <laughs> Based on his claims, the amount of things he's responsible for and has to manage. Sure, it seems like he's doing a terrible job. But also, if you were the only one managing that many things, the lower level stuff gets swept right off the shelf. You're like, big fucking deal. Like, we ain't got time for that. We ain't got The poison is not as big of a deal as you think. Like, don't worry about that. It won't happen again. It got fixed. Yeah. He's kind of like a, a landlord that's like not very good at his job. Slumlord. Uh, yeah, but like he does eventually get the like the light fixed. Some people might die along the way. Here's the thing: you're yeah. like, my heat's not working, and then after everybody almost dies of carbon monoxide poisoning, he's like, I took care of it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, I I got it handled. He reminds me. It's not me. even that he replaced the unit. He's like, I rerouted some things. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember the like? I don't remember if it was a TV show or just a simple challenge that they were trying to do, like where celebrities were trying to live off of a certain like small dollar amount a day, like twenty, thirty dollars a day. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, yes. yes. And just like she, and they're just like, what is what does a banana cost? Like four dollars. Like they're so far removed. She made it like three days. Yeah, three days, like and it was supposed to make it like a week. Oh, it was supposed to be a month. Uh, oh, yeah, she was supposed to make... Made it like three yeah. days and spent all the money because she bought like organic kale and shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. She did not... Yeah, she completely failed the challenge. And I mean, there are more celebrities who have completely fucked it up, too. Like, it, it's just they're so far removed from the actual... Like, it, it's the best yeah. example I can think of. When I wanted to write the, the big bad evil guy, quote unquote, so to speak, the average like mad wizard you see in a story like this is trying to accomplish something crazy, and the heroes stand in their way. My BBEG has already accomplished it, and it's fucking with you guys. <laughs> and yeah, now now he's just doing maintenance, and it's 
And rather than us being a problem, he's like, no, I need you to help get the flies off my back. Like, he's like, this is his retirement home. Like, he's like, I saved the universe in the God's Wars with some bullshit. I did a lot of stuff. It was good stuff. I'm very tired from the stuff. And I want to hide all my problems. (laughs) Do you guys stop fucking with that? That'd be great. So, kind of like when people are willing to sacrifice anything to get their, like, their great goal... The story never goes into like, well, what happens whenever the bill comes due, really, over... And this is basically that. Yeah. The, time and time again. One day, he's going to have to settle up with the debt. Like, I have no doubt. He does not see us as a threat. Doesn't even see us as an annoyance. Again, like, we're helpful to him, even though we're actively... Like, my guy was like, I'll give anything to some unknown god just to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because you guys are like, fuck you, man. He's like, yeah, whatever. Resentment, yeah. Yeah. As long as you keep doing the job that I'm not oh, killing you to do. Oh, there's a frog hemoth over there you missed. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like an orc invasion. Y'all better get on that. Restrooms are dirty. <laughs> I think you're up. <laughs> and then he goes back to his lawn chair and like reflective sudden thing. <laughs> Apparently yeah. it's cable and margaritas. So. <laughs> so here's the thing that really sets on well with me. It, uh that guy who's not a wizard who just retired. <laughs> that guy needs to die. Talk it. Talk it. is going to get strangled on yeah. the beach somewhere. Talk is the epitome of the guy who, like, in that high story, manages to be the guy that, like, gets out and tricks everybody and all the shit happens and he's just on a beach somewhere like... <laughs> he is the equivalent of um, Charlie in Charlie's Angels. <laughs> oh, except for... Shitty. Worse. Way worse. Except evil. Also, we were talking about, like, last episode, we are talking about favorite character moments. The part where, whenever he shows up at the end of the last episode, and Sigorum's like, fuck you, and then he's like, you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> Some might, what, like, honestly, one of my favorite Sigorum moments. <laughs> I also love the fact that Ivistan was just like, yeah, okay, and? Like... Yeah, again, because we are flies. We, you, you he think- could get rid of us at any moment. You think you're the first one to hate me? You're not even top 50. <laughs> He's been married 237 times. He knows all about uh, it. He, he wouldn't even begin to think about somebody else that much. He's like, I helped kill gods. <laughs> you're nothing. I could stop time, put my finger down your throat, and shoot a green ray, and you'd be gone. So that's but, how it's going to happen. <laughs> I, but again, that's the, that's the power vacuum right now between, or at least, you know, power difference. Like, we are literally ants on the ground yelling at a human being that, you know, is burning them out with a magnifying glass because they've got nothing better to do. You guys are trying to close the gap. The problem is you're not doing it subtly. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <I can. laughs> Here's the thing. We have no reason to believe we have any chance of doing it subtly. Yeah. Subtle's boring anyway. Is he basically watching this podcast happen? <laughs> we get more into right now. Ivistin is just the the guy that pops up to fuck with you guys, because um, like yeah, you're not ready to bullshit like to deal with his bullshit to start fucking with him. But you're getting there. Horrible bosses, the fantasy edition. <laughs> I, I I know when like the because Billsby is like at a certain point you will be strong enough and we will start fucking with him and it's getting closer. It's getting closer.
where we did leave off was a PvP fight had just ended. And Sigorum, uh, I don't remember what the words you used exactly were, like, spill your guts or I'll spill your guts, do. Yeah, I, I, I told him he needs to start talking more to the people that are actually here. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus, you know, um, trying to weigh things out with, with something or someone that nobody else can see. And Sigorum has some history with this at this point. Uh, I, 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 I think he accurately has conveyed to Sir Arthur Dew, you spill your words, spit the truth out, or I want to spill your guts. This is it. And the camera pans. We see a large arena. We're written in a strange language most of you can't read. It says American Gladiators. I still hate you for that. I love it. <laughs> and sitting in the bleachers is Ivestin, holding a little flag that says Go Team with a foam finger. Sitting next to him is a, a bucket of popcorn and a half-drunk beer, all of which is forgotten as he leans forward to watch how this is it. Kyber is dead on the ground already. So is Caliban. Caliban is gone, but with a smile on his face, as if he died knowing something you guys didn't. Dave and Monet are injured, but they're mobile. Minui is unconscious and stable on the ground, and kneeling before Sigorum is Arthur Dew, who takes off a ring. What do they see now that the ring is off? It doesn't happen instantly, but over a few seconds passing, you start to see his uh, skin tone change, and the hair on his head start to also turn from uh, like the rich colors that he had, like smooth, whatnot, to more brittle, pale gray, sort of haggard looking, sort of like a, a botched up embalming happened. Uh, Decay throughout everywhere. Uh, eyes sunken in. Really, really grotesque. Starting look. Sickening feeling. Did you say almost undead? You could say that. <laughs> so that's my question. Is, am I looking at a like, very old, sick man? Or am I looking at like basically a zombie? But just not super far into the decay? Uh, I'd say more. Not super, or is it in between? I'd say in between. Because you could still function. I mean, it's not like... Oh, but Skeletor. The the handsome human Arthur Dew is is not there anymore. It's this pale, misshapen, undead looking Morlock thing. Morlock? Uh like H. G. Wells, the time machine kind of okay. kind of vibe. You look like shit, Arthur Dew. I feel like shit, Zagorum. You should. Does does this show shows more lies? Get to the truth. And at least some of us have been more honest about our demons. You can say you were honest, but just like some people standing around me, I too am just struggling with inner demons. The only... I'm going to tell you what I know. Please. I was brought back by the church. Of? Asmodeus. And I, I was promised that once I got here, that I was brought to find missing hell lesions for exchange for this power that I have been granted. In exchange for this power, they would let me find my love. And the only thing wrong with this is I don't feel complete. And that's as much as I know. Like, this is as far as I can come with this. And this is as close that I have come to any of it. And that's the reason why I took this path that I had to. No perception check this. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say I'd insight what he's... 25. 24. You don't mind me stepping on your toes a little, Nick. Go ahead. Um, he seems 
genuinely honest. What's missing, though, is what's in it for him. For who? Me? Yeah. Okay. So all I'm hearing is you're willing to make packs with gods, bring back hell legions, take on whatever power is keeping you going for your love, which you don't seem to really understand on your own anyway. I don't understand why I've been brought back. I'm here, and I know that this sounds crazy, but I just don't feel complete. And I know that this is the key of how I'm going to remember all this. So you're willing to kill us for the feeling? I took a different path just because I knew from what visions and things that have been coming to me wanted me to do. What What, what is dude looking for on the mountain? For for dude, not for the church. What's well, his love? Yeah. Like, that's, ta- that's the reason why I'm doing this. Like, talk about that a little. I, I keep having visions of someone next to me, and I can just feel her. I can hear her. I can even smell her. And I just, I know that something has happened, and I need to find out why. Listen, I, I made packs with dark gods in, in the hopes to be able to get back to my family and before anything could happen. I can understand that. But once it came to time that it was going to kill those who were innocent... I never those wanted to kill me. either one of you. I just but had you were to fine do- with doing it. Because it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Sometimes dying is the right call. Yeah, you've shown that to me. Apparently you didn't learn the lesson. Well, sometimes lessons are learned in a hard way. So Will just kind of like uh, like walks off shaking his head a little bit. What would Sigorum know about the Church of Asmodeus? Uh, I mean, it's pretty common. Um... You know, the Church of Asmodeus is not natural to this plane, but their presence grew stronger during the Gods' War. Um, they are a, a more common religion in the world, but you do know that you know, Asmodeus is the Prince of Lies. You know, they are a lawful evil organization. But they're also, like, almost single hand Like, they're one of the main reasons the world still exists. Okay. And what he's told you is that they wanted him to find some missing Hell Legions. Yes. And you wonder where they went off to and who's involved with that. <laughs> See, and all Will's saying is like, one, he doesn't have the same goal that everyone else has been talking about having. And then two, he doesn't even understand why he's doing things 100%, but is still willing to do anything to achieve them. Why that? Like, I can't believe I work with this dude this long. The, love, um... love makes you do crazy things. Which I get but I didn't release the apocalyptic poison god for my own means. And that for him is the difference there, as he feels like Dew would have done it, from what he said. The mention of, of um, demons and legions of demons and things like that, this is directly... Technically devils. Devils, sorry. Legions of devils. This is something we've heard before from Ivistan, I think, mm-hmm. right? That he, you know that uh, Ivistan had an army of devils right. and demons that he used to fight the God's War to help win. And Dew is looking for... Hell Legions. Hell Legion. I'm just gonna... Just gonna probably go ahead and connect those dots. It's it's a safe bet to connect those dots. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, I know that I do not deserve either one of your trusts at this time, but I have been here with both of you, especially you, through thick and thin, giving children drugs... You not knowing your own name, and I at least just have a feeling, and I know that it's true, 
of somebody that I need to protect and find. And I know that I love her and I don't know why I'm even here. I'm so sorry. Can I interject with a question real quick? Yeah. Yeah. As long, Just, as, as, long as it's from Ashley. It is from Ashley. You're sorry! Because I'm knocked out. So it's, it's a player to player question. Mm-hmm. So would you say, say that you were on their side of the table, right? Mm-hmm. Would you have forgiven Minui? I think we, I think I have with whenever you were possessed by your, uh, I mean, for this, I mean, yeah, when she wasn't possessed by when anything she wasn't except possessed, for herself, when she made her own decisions, would you have, would you have forgiven her? Probably. I think so. Probably. But again, because I, I mean, I think everybody's forgiven everybody at this table at one point. Well, minus I've forgiven none of you. I'm, I'm ready to go back Fuck. in the character whenever you guys are ready. Ready. Listen, we can sit here and point fingers all day. Yes, I basically started a drug cartel. Yes, Sigorum's actions led a orc army to come in and slaughter half of Call's town. Yes, Minui ended up siding with the family and trying to kill us all. Like, you could point fingers all day. The conversation had was we work together to do what is necessary to take out Ivastan and get out of here. And he glances over at Ivastan. You never had any intention of doing that. Our goals do not align. I have more sympathy for her, and he points over at Minya Wheeling on the ground, than I do for you. At least she was honest when she decided to stab us in the back. Another victim of the greatest power. Look. Look, the only thing that I can say to you guys is that I am sorry, but I still have to continue on with finding out and making sure she's okay. What's the only thing I can say is... Her name? What is it? That's the funny thing. I don't know. And that's it. You're prepared to do it again and again. You're sorry it wasn't easier. Well, then why don't you guys help me then? What does she smell like? Everything that you would love. Honey, roses, mead, vanilla. And I'm going to step on your toes a little. Go ahead. Yeah. But Sir Dude says, and it's almost like he doesn't even realize he's saying it. Like the smell of earth, the kind of rich earth you could grow crops in. And he kind of blinks like a memory just came back. You say you have dreams or visions next to her, but can't see her face. Don't know her name. You remember the smell. Does she say anything? She hum a song. I can hear her laugh. And then whenever I turn to get a glimpse at her, it's as if she just disappears like smoke. Fuck. He's as mad as Bob was when we met him. I can't kill him, Will. Not yet. No judgment. I'm not saying he has to die. I'm gonna need... Every piece of the sword. I'm gonna need it now. I can't, I can't give you that sword because that's what gives me the sense that I'm getting closer to finding her. Every time I grab a piece, it's just a piece of the missing puzzle. And I'm not willing to lose that. Not until I know. I'm not willing to lose the sound of her laugh or her smell or what little I've seen before she vanishes. Let me ask you this, you two. You willing to die? Us two? Yeah. You oh. willing to die to hold on to those shards? At this point, yes, because there's a, I don't feel complete. Jake, are you willing to kill to get those shards? If it comes down between Deuce's personal mission and Sigorm's mission to free the souls of the crusade, Arthur Dew is going to die. So what's about to happen in this moment? So hold on. Will uh, walks away from them, too, uh, towards Ivastan. Hey, can I make a pretty good assumption that the Hell Legions are, uh, uh, your deal? Which ones? 
the ones he appears to be looking for that Asmodeus might have claim on. Hold on, hold on, I'm gonna come down! <laughs> and, and it just like, like walks down the benches and like kind of old man like hops over the railing to drop down and like walks up and joins you. Oh, all right, so what, what's going on? He's looking for hell legions? Yeah, Asmodeus is hell legions. Well, I mean, he at the time they were gifted to me to use as I saw fit. At the time? Yeah, well. It appears that Asmodeus wants them back. Well, that's neat, but they're here, safe, locked away. But the entire purpose of this place is to make sure they don't get re-unleashed upon the world, correct? Yes. So if Asmodeus was to take them back to where they belong, wouldn't that still accomplish your goal and ease your burden? Well, let's, let's think about this. Let's think about this. Asmodeus does what for favors? Favors. Yes, yes, but there's always a... Catch. Very well. And so if I was to be done with said legions... Oh, you selfish <laughs> Ipso facto, they're staying where they're at. Turns to do. There you go. There's the answer to all your problems. He's got them. You're not getting them. Well, glad I could help. <laughs> like he turns around. <laughs> Starts heading back to the bleachers. Hope you get arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> not with my rank. <laughs> See, we had this whole unifying goal that we would work to get this realm abolished and to take him out. And had you been willing to work with everyone, maybe that goal would be attainable. And now the people you are working with would rather kill you than let you continue on. Or at least he would, I think. I don't know what to say on this. I'm just like sort of at a loss for words. He's still useful. And there's someone else involved. Someone speaking to him. I do feel compelled to unravel this truth. I cannot help it. If holding the pieces of the sword helps, hold them. Cross me again, I'll kill you. If it comes between freeing souls and your personal whatever it is, I'll kill you. Don't run. Don't lie. Don't betray us. Is that good enough for you, or would you rather die now? Thank you for letting me continue to hold on to the shards. You do not barter with them. You don't give them up. I'm not bartering with these because I do not want to lose what little I already have. Things may change later. I want to find the other pieces. I feel if it's completed, I will find her. I don't know that for fact, but I just know it's getting stronger and stronger. Will you help me? And that's just going to be a point of like almost like pleading, like help me, like help me find these so that I can figure out what, why I'm here why I can't see her, What what's going to continue this. Do, I do feel sorry for you. I don't hate you. I don't think you're enough of a person to hate anymore. I think you're barely a thing, and that's not your fault. But Sigorum, if you're asking me to go out into whatever the next thing is with that by me, it would be a dishonor to Zachariah to spend his life that way. Again, I'm not saying we kill him, but he needs help, and not the type that we're going to give. And maybe that means I just stay in calls down. But how do you know this is a new, I don't know how to say it, like a new, a new life for you, not being the person you once were? What I know is if I'm fighting for my life alongside Sigorum, he's not going to try to chop my legs off in the middle of that. I don't think you know what you would do in the next moment, depending on what happens and what someone promises you. And that's a risk with a life that's not really mine I'm not willing to take. I think I got something. 
You want my trust? Swear the oath of the Crusader. Swear it to the Queen. I want the oath from you that frees the souls. I, ex I accept that. We will let old bones decide if your words are true. And even then, I'll be waiting. A voice speaks. A female voice. That you've all heard before. And appearing visibly for the first time. Like she's, she's un... She's turning uninvisible. It's the figure you saw from Oki's last stand. I'll kneel. And she says, why wait? And she puts her sword point down to the ground. Swear it now. Do we recognize this woman from when we went back in time? She's kind of changed. She looks more tired. But is it the same person? It appears to be Arwen. Damn. Sorry, I feel like I'm just kind of like sitting here for this episode. <laughs> Now Shame. you're laying there with like one eye open, like, I what's going like, on? Here's the thing, though. She's <laughs> got so it nosy. easy. I like, do. I don't have to say like, shit. I'm sitting here trying to do a mix of what I think my character do with while also not like fucking up other things. And... Well, you say you have it. You say I have it easy. I'm sitting here trying to figure out a new fucking voice because <laughs> I had this all planned out for this like, darling, it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. But my, well, I can't. Not with the character now. Not with the, not with the race I'm playing. Are you not Venus Sprite? No. Ooh. Do you want to know what I'm doing? I'll, I'll no, 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 no. Let, let, let it be on mic. I'm, I'm excited to figure it out. I mean, I know you're on mic, but let it be on mic. Yeah, I just feel like the voice would just be too much. I want it, I want there to be shock with it. So, yeah. well, not shock, but like, I, I... I hope I'm not being... I'm not trying to be argumentative or injective or no, combative No, I mean, in you're this. playing the game. I feel like Will is very combative. A little bit, but I mean, here's the thing. Like, if some dude who you feel is like insane and has obviously made some pretty nasty packs like multiple of them mm -hmm. to get where he's at doesn't even truly understand what he's doing are you really going to go into like confrontational combats with that individual like back. and while this is going on actually monet is stroking minui's hair like she's stable so minui's not dying but monet's like monet is kind of hovering over her keeping an eye on her like because whatever's going on with these guys that's great and all <laughs> but like she's checking on her daughter a mother's love if only I knew what that was like <laughs> Jesus be a, be a lot different for her character it'd be a lot different for me as the person then Monet says I brought you into this world and slit your throat <laughs> fuck Jesus Christ I brought you in <laughs> and I'm taking you out I don't think Monet would um, slice no. my throat I feel like she would just pop my neck I feel like she just zap your brain. You, oh, just, that's you true. just hear like unlimited power. She Arwen appears and says, "Why wait? Swear the oath now." Do you want Arthur to like kneel in front of the sword? Yeah, whatever you okay. want to. Like, sword, sword. <laughs> that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Traditional dude. <laughs> yeah, sword sworn to protect the innocent, do justice. To be worthy if one falls, and the sword of the righteousness falls to me. And Sir Du says that, like, automatically, and then kind of blinks, as if a memory came back. She's like, I had to see, I had to see for myself, if it was you. What have they done to you, Artie? What did they do to you? He's not Arthur Du. His name is Artitrax. And she kind of, like, kneels down and holds her hand, but, like, you can tell she's at a loss. She takes the shards from you and gives them to Sigorn. 
and says, you don't need these. I'll, I'll be there when you need Right now, neither one of us is worthy for that sword. I gotta, I gotta, I've gotta fix, I've gotta fix this. I, I gotta fix, and like, she kind of panics and backs away and casts invisibility again. Will just looks at Ivastan to see what his reaction is. And Ivastan, who normally is kind of like jolly and disinterested, has leaned forward real hard and is watching. And then you see him like kind of snap his fingers and he's gone. I'm just going to sink. Like, flat. Upset. Sad. <laughs> pissed. <laughs> the heart of the seven. Truly was poet. Well, at least you found your lady. The arena begins to fade, piece by piece. And all of you are back in Nome, on the outskirts of town. And as you're looking around, there are no Russian mercenaries. And the members of the tribe, the Eskimos, are kind of standing around looking very confused. And Ivestan is kind of like wiping his hands like, All right, well, that should take care of that. Those mercenaries are back in Russia now. You shouldn't have to worry about that. Uh, get whatever cleaned up here. And when you're back through the portal, I'll take care of it. I'm a man of my word. Your team appears to have won. So we'll get this cleaned up. No tricks, <laughs> please. I There's I plenty more to go around, I'm sure. <laughs> but just do this one thing, clean. There will be no portal back to this world. As much as it will pain me, I'll get it done. But there's some cleanup here I think you all need to do first. Whatever's from our realm that needs to come back, we'll haul it over. Excellent. I think you'll find quite the nice little treasure trove. And Ivestin pop. At that point, Monet, <laughs> seeing that it's kind of over, gives Minui a, a health potion. And Minui is conscious. And she's like, just don't, don't antagonize them right now. And kind of like Monique like helps you up and you're leaning on her and she comes back to the circle. Are you taking responsibility for that? I mean, I did it. Wasn't talking to you. I was talking to your mother. If, if, <laughs> if needs be, but this is the delicate point where I'm asking, am I taking my daughter with me? I have no problem with it. I don't think I have a vote. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Arthur Dew is in. reading the room. <laughs> <laughs> like a three-year-old who just got in trouble and is like, how much more trouble would I be in if I talked? <laughs> Can I? No. <laughs> I can't afford any more regrets. If she goes with you, I better not regret it. They stole her from me. I just want a chance. For my daughter to get to know chance of what her life could have been. And Monet starts to back away with Minui. Good luck. Probably kill you. <laughs> what won't on this mountain? Fair. And you can see they're starting to head to the port. I just wave at Minui. Just a, a sad little half wave. As they're walking, she's talking to you. And she's like, I know. I'm not really your family. I know you don't owe me anything, but you gave them years of your life. I'm just asking for a little time for you to get to know me. Is that okay? I was doing what I felt was best in the moment to help with our needs. And I know it wasn't morally correct. I'm not judging you. But I would have died for a family that would not have extended the same opportunity that you are to me now. I'm just asking for time. And I'll allow that. 
and some time later, Monet and Minui walk through the purple portal back to the mountain. For some reason, Skrillex's like bangering is going in my brain right now. <laughs> that is so inappropriate. <laughs> Weird. That's like the worst song for this. This whole episode is moral ambiguity. Because <laughs> here's the thing, I was always waiting for the time when people were going to start pointing fingers at Will and being like, you piece of shit. And I was going to just fire back and be like, let me talk about the terrible shit you all have done. <laughs> and it didn't work out that way. But I mean, we've all done terrible things. Oh, for sure. Intentionally or not. I think the characters have all been shitty people. But, well, but like you all realize, you know, I can't cast the first stone. But there's also the difference of like, I did something and I'm sorry about it. Or I did something and I made a mistake because I thought I knew what I was doing. And being like, I did it and I'll do it again. I mean, but like, you know, there was a time Will would have done anything to get back to his family. Had they let me stay dead and been like, or fuck no, you can't join our party. Absolutely, completely would have been within the realm of you should have done. Had he not been like, I'm my bad. And had he been like, ha, I survived. I got a second chance. Let's do this. Absolutely. You shouldn't have trusted him and shouldn't have partied with him. I'll, I'll, all he can do is show the truth. And what your characters do at that point is, is up to you guys. Between what Jake finished out, what he said, what you pulled out of your ass, I mean, it works. I didn't think you'd be able to throw out something that I thought would work, and I'm still not 110%, but... Well, what, what didn't need to happen was you guys rolling perception checks for a sword. Because if the axe was about to get raised, someone was standing right there. I but, think I think it's... Awesome! What's happened? <laughs> now, I mean, because him, like, he didn't know he, like, as he was saying it, he didn't know he was save, saving his own life. He was just reaching for pieces, and that's all too relatable for Sigorm. And then it got better. You threw me off because you're like, "Let's go to Old Bones," and you swear the oath. Yeah. And I was like, I was getting serious with that. Shit. I know. And I rolled a dice. I was like, "If it's this, it's this. If it's this, it's this." But it was like, why wait? I even took it a step further in my head. Um, I, I was I was gonna keep him chained to me, like um, manacle, fist to fist. Like we weren't gonna be separated, and like he was gonna be my problem. Will made that pretty clear. He wasn't cool with him. I was like, this is the biggest compromise I can think of. And I, if he carries the sword, I'm gonna chain him to me, and we're gonna fight that way. Well. It's like having a rabid Not dog a with dementia. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. Like, like, it might be the really best dog in the cool. world, but he's not completely in control of himself. Right. And he's already shown that he's made, like, deals he doesn't understand for reasons he doesn't understand. Like, how can in good conscience can I take a life that I don't feel like is no longer mine to put on the line in that type of situation? It wasn't It wasn't him that was... Uh, Sigourn wasn't sparing Arthur because it, it, it was Arthur. It's because he has a compulsion that he doesn't quite understand that was taking on the form of something all too familiar. Sigorum spared him out of a, a compulsion just like that. That's became like a new thing for him since he's been here on the mountain. Not many have found mercy at the hands of Sigorum. Let's see, Will's battling with maybe what his n- normal instincts are in a more tempered attitude. Um... I know it doesn't get mentioned directly a lot, but um, the the nature of Sigorum's curse, there are some do's and don'ts. And one of the do's on that list is, I do feel compelled to unravel mystery. And it just so happens to be one about 
Vop, one of the stronger things in Sigorm's past. Brief, fleeting, but it was there. And right now, what's Sigorm's major goals? Uh, his his first major goal, especially now with with this <laughs> like with like this fucking what, reveal. What's been your mantra? Use the sword, find the chalice, free the souls. The souls of who? The crusade. Looks like you just found another one. Right. I chose but, correctly with not. But that's what it's getting. The longer this is going on, the original goal of the party of like let's just get out of this realm isn't necessary that anymore. Mine has changed. Mine has changed. Sir Arthur Dew, very Artitrax, clearly has different goals. What is becoming increasingly obvious is Sigorum has different goals. Minui's out of the picture. At least for the time being, who knows what the future will hold. I don't even know what the future holds. At this point, Will's <laughs> just trying to help the people of Callstown. Everything has changed. And we're, we're still like, fuck that guy. Oh, there's still a one giant dickhead. I mean, but yeah. Nick, what does Arthur do with the ring? Well, I think I'm going to keep it on so I don't look like Hagatha. <laughs> and as Arthur puts the ring back on, nothing happens. Ooh, shite. So I guess I'm going to throw it on the ground. And you do know also that that's how they were controlling you. Yeah, I'm going to, since, since I don't change back, Taking it off, throwing it on the ground. Damn, so you're just ugly like that forever? I guess. Just <laughs> <laughs> change my name to Haggard. <laughs> God, when, when art becomes life, I mean. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Ow. Nice. Nice. Aha. Uh, my heart. <laughs> and over the course of the next few days, you guys help clean up. Ultimately, there's a lawyer, the Hamlet. The, there's a lawyer the family hired to do all their dirty deeds. <laughs> Dave is like, I got use for this guy. And they dismantle that corporation on this side of the gate. Ulti- Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, you guys find a large stockpile of mundane items from the crusade that get t- transported back. But in a smaller room behind locked doors, you find their trove of magic items. <laughs> um, and what we've learned so far in this campaign is... Um, between like not getting a list of things people want and Bradley not handing out loot, you guys have been under geared for a while. <laughs> so we're doing a gear rebuild. And we're not going to get into all of it right now. But you guys find all the gear you want for your level of appropriateness. We're not going to throw out a highlight reel. All right, pick one. Cursed items for everyone. <laughs> oh, you guys already have that. Uh-huh. It's called, it's called this campaign. <laughs> Potion. Can I have somebody going Avon calling and trying oh to my fix God. my haggard face? <laughs> like on like point out, I got six magic items. Yeah. Six. Here's the, like we did the I told you guys like there's a in the core rule book, there's the oh, if your character starts at this level, you get this many items in gold, blah blah blah. Uh I don't think Nick, you haven't done that yet, right? No. Yeah. May I wanna may I wanna think about that yeah. real hard <laughs> about what you find in this closet. And Nick was like, Am I gonna die? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> probably gonna die if he walks 10, oh. 10 steps ahead i'll say i'll say the most basic thing because i think most of the rest of it will come out at one point in time or another but uh i find some nice gloves that fit onto my hands called healer's gloves which is pretty much a plus one to my heal checks which you know never hurts and it also gives me a little extra heal thing a day because i was short on healing people <laughs> you guys find some stuff if i had to choose one spoiler 
I'm gonna go with an Aether Sight Ring. Just a little something, some more narrative flavor to enhance Sigorm's already manifesting abilities to blend, you know, two planes or whatever. Yeah. Nick, you probably gotta look at that shit still, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. No I didn't know if I was still gonna have this character <laughs> yeah, after fair. Game, so I'm just fair. Like, hey, when I was originally looking at magic item shit, I just kept on, like, sending shit to Brad. I was like, here'd be great for do. Here'd be great for do. Hey, my character. I, I'm probably gonna go ahead and, and find the right item for um, restraining. Well, not, like, the condition, but, like, Arthur do, Heart Attracts. He, he might be tied to me for a while physically in battle just to give Will peace of mind. I might go ahead and explore that fight. But there's there's things for that. You got, like We can explore those items or whatever. Right. I showed um, him a magical item that maybe a modified version of that would be perfect for the situation. Yeah. We're not going to get in too in-depth to do it. Um, because at a certain point, it's time for you guys to go home. Right. Oh, you all, and you put all this shit in a bag of holy, by the way, you find Oh shit! No. Is it no. a bag of holy? I, I, I assume you guys take an hour to test it. <laughs> we, we, we put in some rocks, take some yeah. rocks out. Yeah, like. <laughs> okay, I think we're okay. I, I put in a weasel just to fuck with people. Yeah, a weasel, <laughs> and then a weasel comes out. You're like, aha! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that because it's a bag of weasels, or I put a weasel in the bag of holding, and it's still a weasel, and <laughs> and ah uh, uh, fuck. Endless cycle! <laughs> there is no God! There's no meaning in life! You leave the weasel in there for like 10 minutes, pull it out, it's dead. That's, yeah, that's not like a bag of weasels. That's never happened. Because a living creature can only survive for 10 minutes in the bag. That's how much air is there. But Dave is, you know, he's like, listen, I ain't a lot for uh, tearful goodbyes. But, uh, man, I really appreciate you guys. I know what it costs you to fix this. Dave, I can say it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you. Um... I appreciate you rolling with the uh, punches, so to speak. Sorry that we let our mess spill into your town. It happens. And he shakes your hand. I'll remember you, man. And he takes off... There's like a star symbol on his shirt, made of metal. He takes off his shirt and hands it to you. Oh, yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Will's just like, thank you. Um, and he takes off uh, uh, like a... Uh, like an amulet around his neck that has the symbol of Amistair on it and gives it to him. Thanks, man. Thanks, Dave. Good luck. You too, Sigorm. Nice shot, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That guy was a prick. <laughs> <laughs> now that we can agree on. Good luck. And he points it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at you and be like, and I'm going to say, sorry for the awkward circumstances. Just another day for an Alaskan state trooper. Dave turns off and walks into the sunset. The real hero of this tale. Bad, bad, bad boys, bad boys. Credits. <laughs> and as the three of you go through the portal, you look behind you, and true to his word, the portal starts to collapse in on itself and then vanishes. And you think you can go to no, no luck. Until Christmas, right? <laughs> I don't know what else. Christmas, we can go say hi to Dave. When y'all can write that shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you begin the march home. I imagine in silence, awkwardly. Let's just say, dude's not walking in front of me. Mm-hmm. Or, no. excuse me, not behind me. No, dude's gotta lead the way. Dude's gonna go, I spy with my little eye something green. <laughs> Tree. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what was that? Who said that? <laughs> and you guys are marching and marching because you got to get back to a point where you can head back to town. Jake, Adam, give me a d20 roll. Seven. Eight. Damn. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> At some point, Will takes a step and you hear a loud crack and rope as he falls into a snare trap and is lifted off the ground 10 feet. Can I scream? Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10 feet? Yeah. He's like the perfect piñata right now. <laughs> You'd have to jump a little bit. Oh, okay. Or just get a really long branch. Yeah, yeah. get a really long <laughs> branch. Can I, just, can I just divine lance the rope? Well, what happens? Oh, shit. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> You see a woman, um, humanoid, step out behind a, from behind a tree. She has uh, what appears to be two horns that twist ever so slightly, um, just kind of crusting right around the form of her head. She is of more of a light purple shade, um, and she's got a tail. I'm not sorry. I'm trying to like think of how to describe this while hungover. What, what I'm not kind, doing great. What kind of tail is it? Um, like how would that tail end? Um, it's tapered. Maybe like a little little arrow point at the end. Just a little bit. Maybe the same type of tail that people made fun of me for having. <laughs> I didn't make fun. I was just staring. Just a little bit. Um, but you notice that her ears are more sharp, ever so slightly, and she steps out. She sees three bumbling buffoons one of which has caught himself in her trap and she looks around at the lot she looks around at the lot of you and she just goes what are you a fucking idiot do you not know how to look for these listen lady it's been a really long day and i don't need this shit i don't give a shit about your day i keep changing accents you'll narrow it down it's fine fine. (laughs) we'll figure it out i don't give a shit about your day that was that was for my meal do you want to become my meal? Listen, Baba Black Sheep, calm down. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You fucked up my trap. You atone. Get down here and atone. Can I divine lands the rope now? <laughs> you atone. Oh, I love that. You atone right now. You can do whatever you want, man. Uh, divine lands the rope. I try to catch him. Yeah. Or grab him, snatch him out of the air. Now, divine lands, is that an attack roll? Yeah. Uh, yeah, technically. Yeah. Just don't roll a one. <laughs> you know it's gonna be a one now. No, it's an eleven. Two, two ones. Double ones. Two ones. <laughs> two ones. That's like somewhere in the twenties. Will falls to the ground, and thankfully there's enough snow. It doesn't hurt too much. Ah, uh, uh, I tried. Get up. You shouldn't have tried at all. Come on, we'll do it tomorrow. Just let it go. We'll come back and tell us all about it before if you want. No, I'm hungry now. I'm done. <laughs> you are more than welcome to follow us back to our town and we will feed you till your heart's content. You fucking better. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally what I just said. Who the fuck are you? What are you doing in my part of the woods? Ah, oh, God, such a long story. Can we just, can we do the meal first? Meal first and then explanations later? I feel like we've got a long walk. You should at least uh, give names. Yeah. I'm Will. Sigorum. I'm leaning to the truth. Okay. What is he fucking confused? As yeah. I stand there, I'm uh, thinking so about to say Sir Arthur, but I'm going to say for the first time, I'm Artitrax. Well, I'm tame. Tame? Tame. I dig it. Spell that for the listening audience and Bradley. Um, 
T-H-A-M-E-S. Like the Thames River. Okay. Just tame. Don't know that it fits the person, but nonetheless. I don't know that I'd be talking if I were you. It's it's literally my thing. I can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll come to understand. Listen, come back with us. We'll get you fed. I can tell you whatever you want to know. If you have any injuries or, or sicknesses, I'd be happy to heal them. Do I look ill to you? <sighs> ah. I'd have to medically examine you, but if you don't want help, I don't care to give it. I'm not ill. I just want food. We got plenty of that. Okay, great. Take me to it. I already fucking love this character. Sorry. <laughs> nice to meet you. Let's go this way. Thank you. Lead the way, old tracks. Fucking weird name. And the four of you head off into the distance. And the camera pans across the distance, and we go to Callstown. We're outside of one of the houses. Two orc guards stand at attention, making sure nobody goes in. But Gertie walks up, and they nod as she enters the house. Driana is kneeling down next to a body. And we see that the back of this person's head has been cracked open, grisly, and there's nothing inside. Gertie's like, God's above, what do you make of it? But look, and looking up on the wall, written in blood, Billy Stitches will be back. We'll see you on the next episode of The Adventures Vault of Mountain. Mama murder mystery! <laughs> Billy Stitches?